1: And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. Hello, WWE
0: Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Rowe, and Raph on the SGP Podcast. Woo! Are you ready? Marks and Smarks. This is the Smart Gilas Filipinas
1: Podcast. You are listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smart Gilas Filipinas Podcast. Stunning stancy at your service to my right Rowdy Raf Camos. And I think this is the first time we're actually doing this and it's just you and me doing the episode. Is it? Yeah uh, No Ro on the show For the next two weeks He is doing his His uh, well-deserved vacation Taking it all around Southeast Asia And uh, if you follow him Actually no He hasn't been posting shit On social media So there's really no way To find out Share (laughs) us Yeah but you know We're not not gonna ask people To follow her
0: Yeah of course
1: Right so uh, (laughs) We were supposed to have one of our good buddies joining us this week, but due to circumstances outside of our control and apparently his too uh, we couldn't get him on board but that's fine uh, we can probably go through this week uh, just you know just the two of us yeah, and we I mean- can we're capable people Yeah,
0: yeah Most I'm definitely not, I'm not stupid
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah comes. We're just gonna have to Keep you in check Yeah Right um, So this week in wrestling We're recording this On a Wednesday night By the way So we just came off of uh, TLC Raw Smackdown 205 Live Hell uh, we actually Just finished off 205 Live here And, and that's the chunk Of the booth. week <laughs> Yeah That's the chunk Of the week so far Well tomorrow There's still NXT And Lucha Underground But since Lucha. we're Recording this On a Wednesday night uh, We can't necessarily Get to that just yet Yeah Right, so let's start off with TLC first, because as a whole, the show was actually pretty solid. Oh, pretty solid. I mean, solid A minus even. I would I would only call it a B plus if only because nagulang parin sila in in certain aspects, such as let's let's go into specifics with that. Right, uh, one of the things you were bitching about is one of my complaints as well, which was that the no DQ match between Carmela and Nikki Bella wasn't as intense as we would have wanted it to be. I mean. Seriously I, I
0: mean we get it It's TLC It's not You can't give them a TLC match Because that's That's for the main event Yeah And they don't want to dilute The main event So you give them Yeah but then again sticks. You gave them a,
1: You gave the other players A table match A chairs match A ladder match
0: And a no DQ match Is supposed to be Just a smidgen more brutal Than say for example A chairs match the
1: Yeah You you would have wanted To see other weapons Besides the kendo stick And the fire extinguisher And I think and we all Called it. the fire extinguisher To come out
0: Yeah I mean, you could have. They could have gotten a little bit more creative. They could have taken this to say parking lot, something like that. No, it
1: wasn't a false count anywhere match. Oh wait, so that—that's that's why it count, couldn't call countouts. for it. Oh, okay, yeah, trash cans, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like like signs or a, a crutch. stop sign. Yeah, a or, stop sign or, or, like, a, or a crutch or a guitar or something.
0: Something outlandish because you know these matches are opportunities to get outlandish, and if you only really can it be have, as
1: outlandish as Rich Swan setting it up for you. <laughs> No, no, you were not <laughs> You could
0: really Okay, just imagine All of the All of the random objects That you pull under In say, for example WWE um, Raw vs. Smackdown From way back when Right You would get like Really strange stuff That you could just Whack people over with and Baseball bat Baseball bat um, A stop sign Garbage can Random things And they just pull out The candlestick stick And uh, Fire extinguisher
1: Come on I, I think my, uh, my My bigger Sayang My bigger regret about that match Is how Carmella didn't end up winning Because I think she needed the win more She needed the win more But then again, I like the the way they treated it Because it looks like Nikki Bella is a central character in a video game Now okay, you got through through Carmella And now Carmella tells you Oh, you have another challenger up ahead Because I'm not the one who attacked you So it's like she's leveling up to a boss And this is something that uh, the Smart Henry guys were talking about uh, Coming off of TLC And I actually like that take on the story Now, Carmella segues Nikki Bella into to her next opponent Which uh, is most uh, Probably going to be Natty At this yeah. point
0: Well it, I don't mind seeing Natty Go up against Against Nikki Bella It's a matchup That we have seen before But it's not something That is as stale as Say for example Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens At this point
1: No my problem I think with the Nikki Bella Treatment Um I mean, I like the way that they did it with Carmela. I just oh, don't yeah. like the fact that Carmela has to lose. No, 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 not not just that. Na, Nikki Bella comes off looking stupid. Na, oh, anaman, who could it be? Huh? And, I wonder. <laughs> yeah, because there are only six women in the division. Alexa and Becky are in their own little bubble in the women's so title picture messing with her. Naomi is a friend. Yeah, and Carmela is angry at me, but she she claims not to have attacked me. So, sinu paba? And who else would have a motive to attack her Other than the person who she beat for a spot on the team And who else would have gained from Nikki's absence at Survivor Series Other than Natalia? So it, it's not very hard to deduce So at the end of the day even if Nikki Bella says Now she was giving Natty The benefit of the doubt Or the whole Innocent until proven guilty uh, You know Stick It's not hard to see Yeah It's, it's not hard for any, uh, Anybody else to figure out So She really looks a bit silly here uh-huh. But uh, Let's take that point And then zoom out a bit And take a look at Smackdown's landscape as a whole Because A lot of people Have been talking about How TLC Is a reset button Or a yes. soft reset And that's the same thing I wrote on Sports Illustrated This week Yeah now nah, nah, the the status quo Of Smackdown Was gonna get rocked But uh, uh, Coming off of TLC And this week's Smackdown not That's not necessarily changed. the case yes, yes Not
0: much has changed It's like The central characters Are still where they are Everyone who's on the sidelines Is still there Who's still fighting The feuds are still Continuing Yeah For the most part In some form or another And It's
1: I would say that it would have been a good opportunity, yes, to to freshen feuds up, to let new rivalries spring forth, and I think that they are kind of doing it in some divisions, like the tag team division. Yes, is uh, it's a it's a great it's in a great spot right now, where the White Family are now tag team champions. Slater and Rhino have apparently broken up on Talking Smack. Yes, um, I so I, I kind of like that direction. Um, it's not like Slater and Rhino were were doing anything of note anyway as champions. Oh, no, and with the White Family now. Um, firmly in place as the champs everyone else is gunning for them yeah so you could hear sa dialogue ng, ng ascension and the hype pros that they've got their sights set on the white, white. family
0: yeah and so, it's and they're being chased for the first time in forever yes exactly and that's something that it's a new position that we haven't seen and especially that it's given that you know this and they keep building up to this that it's a special tag team and it's kind of cute Now you have Bray who could have been in this spot on the main roster for a long time, but hasn't been. And Randy Orton, who is well legend status, dark horse goat as Road like to say, put together in a tag team that is dominant. And you know we haven't seen dominant tag teams like this, and not e- I can't even say the New Day is this dominant. No,
1: no, no I think you can say That the New Day Is this dominant It's just that They're on different Levels of dominance Yes Because with, with the New Day They can be aggressive Better they use craftiness to get ahead of you, whereas the Wyatt family just straight up mauls you exactly so that that 's how they dominate in their respective fields. But going back to the Wyatts, I think it's great that uh, as we mentioned earlier they're now the ones who are being targeted as opposed to them always going after someone else so yep. it's, uh, it's it's a refreshing take on the wyatts characters and it gives all the other tag teams a reason to go up against them i 'm mm-hmm. really excited for American Alpha Versus the Wyatts For the championships? Yeah for, for the championships oh, oh Um I was hoping It would be like A triple uh, triple threat feud Involving Slater and Rhino But then again If Slater if and Rhino Are yeah breaking up And if they're gonna start Feuding with each other I don't mind as well It's
0: a nice mid-card feud That I could see happening Well as early as next week But then again We're not sure That the it, it, Okay The Talking Smack segment They said They would take it off air And it looked as though Because Rhino really just walked out on Slater Mid Like mid interview with With Daniel Bryan and Renee, And at that point You're just like Uh oh Trouble But not uh oh Completely broken up Right right But Uh, it's getting towards that
1: Uh huh Um I I wanted to mention how um, TLC was really supposed to have been that place where a lot of these stories just ended and then you start off with a lot of these new feuds. But um, coming off of TLC, I was actually upset. With the James Ellsworth development. Like, oh, there brother. I was thinking that James Ellsworth. Is nowhere to be found. No, no, no not, not nowhere to be found. Was that, that James Ellsworth was gonna be the next Colin Delaney. If you uh, remember your ECW uh, okay. from the late 2000s, but he was Tommy Dreamer's protege, and then he ends up screwing Tommy Dreamer when Dreamer was going for the ECW championship. That's pretty much the same thing that we saw at TLC. And so, coming out of that, I was like, I hate that I'm spending So and so words Talking about James fucking Ellsworth Who's not even supposed To be on the main roster Had he not been A cult sensation uh, Among the IWC But there was this Really interesting take That uh, that Rita Kumi Shared online yes. And I, I I gotta shout that out Because that's Something that really Helped me put things Into perspective To the okay. point now Okay I can buy this I can buy the long arc So I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to Rehash that take That we found On the internet mm-hmm. uh, Just to contextualize James Ellsworth's importance In the main event picture Right now And how the meta narrative Is probably the most Compelling story In the WWE today Okay Hit so, us with it Right So James Ellsworth Comes along right And, and uh, He becomes a cult Sensation Meanwhile on Smackdown You have AJ Styles Ridiculously talented Ridiculously arrogant mm-hmm. And uh, Just throwing his weight around And he gets the championship From Dean Ambrose Via a low blow So Ambrose Looks at AJ And says You've made an enemy Out of me Therefore he swears To make AJ's life A living hell Where does he go? Where does he start? He takes James Ellsworth This guy who uh, People like The Miz And AJ Have been bullying And he Manipulates Ellsworth Into doing his dirty work He throws Ellsworth Into the lion's den And feeds into AJ Styles While Ambrose himself Tries to make Ellsworth Look good at AJ's expense so To embarrass AJ To embarrass AJ That's right So he's He's using Ellsworth As his little puppet His little toy Okay Right So Ellsworth Thinks nah, Okay So this is probably How it goes Right So um, This All of this takes place And then now uh, Now that Ellsworth has had Three wins Over AJ Styles He thinks that He's the bomb He thinks he's the shit Now he can just Come in and defeat AJ Styles for the championship. Even. Yes, because he thinks he has AJ's number, and this is not new information because A- A- uh, Ellsworth has mentions been, this yeah. himself, and he did bring it up yeah. on Talking Smack, Smack, right? So, so now James Ellsworth at TLC pushes Dean Ambrose off the ladder, not because he wants to do it out of malice. Because he thinks He has a better shot At defeating AJ Styles Than Dean Ambrose All the while Thinking that He's still my friend This is how Our friendship works Mm. And um, And and this is how We treat each other And that Dean Would be okay with this After the fact Because after all Ellsworth was okay With what Dean Has been doing to him All this time So Ellsworth Was self-aware During the whole No he's not Entirely self-aware It's more of He's an idiot of course he's an idiot That's, oh, he, no, that's no, no, no. what we want to think No, no, no that, That's that's the exact point Of the Ellsworth character Now he is a uh, He's a simpleton Bobo mm. sha. So he doesn't understand How friendship actually works He doesn't understand That Dean Ambrose Has been manipulating him All this time And he doesn't understand na. Uh, he's just a puppet in Ambrose's web of mind games towards AJ Styles Now you bring in this week's Miz TV segment And Ooh. Miz just nails it right on the head Because he tells yes. Ambrose that eh. you were the one who brought Ellsworth in in the first place And you were the one who used him to do your dirty work for you And now you're upset that he's suddenly thinking on his own That he's got all these ideas in his head That he's the shit When at the end of the day, this was all you're doing You manipulated him Ang ganda nung siya. And you, and you step back, and you look at how the whole uh, the whole arc has unfolded. You realize how how interesting the story is. It's five weeks. This is about five weeks into the Ellsworth. I don't know, five weeks. It's been months. Ellsworth first
0: came in like September. September napa. It's been a while. Ha? You and you look at it that way. This this is just master stroke of SmackDown writing. You have to give them that.
1: I, I'm not even sure if all of this has been just a stroke of good luck or if, if it was organic or accidental, pero it's good. However we got here, I appreciate it now.
0: Diba? And actually for them to give Ms the moral high ground that's that's something we haven't seen in a long.: time. I wouldn't call it the moral but, high okay. ground I would more quote, of,
1: in quote. more of I would call Ms the one who actually sees what's going on. And kasi the first Mi- one to call it out. Yes, because Miz is an observer in this story, because he's not involved. He's not eh. involved. Ambrose and AJ tonight. are too are too dead set on on each other, and uh-uh. so is Ellsworth. So they're involved. Therefore, they can't see the bigger picture. Uh... Even Ambrose, who's supposedly the mastermind of the mind games, doesn't see na. Oh shit! This has this backfired on me. Yeah, yeah. This has backfired on me. Kaya ako trained Ellsworth at TLC. Ooh. So, so it. I, I love how I love how Miz comes in as third party observer and then tries to get under Ambrose's skin and does. If if this leads to Miz Ambrose for the IC title, I don't mind. But my problem now is, who are they going to elevate to be AJ Styles' opponent? I, I hope it's Dolph Ziggler because at this point, there's no other baby face that actually fits the bill.
0: Well, do we feed him? Th- do we feed Ellsworth to AJ first or Miz uh, or? The he, or both first
1: No it's a given That Ellsworth is gonna get His title shot Because hey, it's part of the story It's okay, a plot it's par- device It's a plot right? device It's, it's a, a plot, plot, plot device, device That's supposed to make us uh, Pity Ellsworth In the end When AJ just bullies him And has his way with him
0: But there's always There are always other ways Because say for example At the Royal Rumble They could go up Head to head there And it could happen there I know,
1: AJ and Ellsworth At AJ, the Royal Rumble No
0: no no, no Not one on one Say for example In the Royal Rumble Wait, match
1: Are you fucking kidding me No I, I don't think AJ Is dropping the title Until Wrestlemania AJ is gonna be champion Until Wrestlemania At the very least mm, okay. And I, I, I think This is a run That should be good for him I want AJ To retain the championship At Mania Should he enter as champion That way He will actually get A Wrestlemania win Because remember He lost against Chris Jericho yes, Earlier this year So Phenomenal match um, I'm excited to see Where all of this ends okay. the, the Ellsworth story Because um, now, now I realize How, how um, Pretty how compelling It's been And I'm, While well, I'm happy even, that, though,
0: even though You are completely annoyed
1: I'm annoyed by Ellsworth's presence. I still want
0: SmackDown to wean
1: no to wean us off of Ellsworth. Yes, I don't want us to be dependent on his presence to enjoy the product or to enjoy the main event story. True. So that's why um, I've, I've, I'm at a point where I've hit saturation point for Ellsworth, and I wouldn't mind to see him na nessa. So there, that that's where I stand on the Ellsworth thing. I don't know about you. Well, for me, it's really
0: I just want to see this concluded cleanly. Preferably with a Well, maybe Loser Leaves Town match Nah, AJ puts those stakes On Ellsworth That he would have to Disappear for a while
1: because and, and what? He has a contract Where are you going to put him? Raw?
0: Well Dough five Live? NXT? Something like that? Because to be honest Smackdown could use bodies Could use warm bodies But not Ellsworth-like bodies Give us Cedric Alexander for fuck's sake But you can't do that Because he's on 205
1: Live No, More importantly, he's on Raw And then and, he's on 205 Live Yes, and I think the bigger that. problem on Smackdown is It's, it's lack of depth lack of And depth. it gets exposed uh, in, in pay-per-views so I yes. don't know if you noticed this at No Mercy uh, But at TLC um, th- They were trying to stretch the show Oh, Literally yes. stretch the show. Para lang it oh, yes. two hours thirty. Because normal pay per views are three hours long, but a SmackDown pay per is always 2:30. short. It's always two thirty. Yeah. And they already stretched that at that point with commercials, with mic time, promo, promos, backstage segments. A lot of which now Raw pay per views don't really need and don't have but, and don't don't have all the time. Uh, yeah. Meron no, yeah, every yeah, now yeah, and then. Yeah. Too. Pero like sa SmackDown pay per views mas mapapansin mayon eh. So oh. like uh, the, the AJ promo and the Ambrose promo from TLC. See, those were actually yeah. an they could have shelved that for the previous week's Smackdown uh-uh. uh, So, uh. you know, um, even it's though the Smackdown small things.
0: It's the small things really. No, it's not
1: the small things It's actually a very big problem uh, um, Smackdown has, what, one hour, 20 minutes of actual content And in that time, they're able to fill it But that's because they maximize the match time for, for, for Everyone For almost everyone, yeah. right? It's just that um, Outside End of the, of the, the six main feuds yes. You don't know where everyone else fits in kick ah, I mean, kickoff yeah. match nila, You had a 10-man match Featuring 10 guys None of whom are in a, in a feud
0: At the of the
1: moment Yeah, so nila sila. It's still the same WWE problem That With the rest of the roster The, the only difference With SmackDown is oh,
0: oh.
1: Um, No, I wouldn't say It's top-heavy It's just that they know How to book certain people They know how to write Certain stories But, but if you fall outside Of that line If, you, if you're um, in the marginalized oh. Yeah, thank you if you're if you're one of the marginalized There really is nothing for you That's why Apollo Crews is a non-factor That's why uh, the Hype Bros uh-huh. are a non-factor uh, American Ascension. Alpha American what? Alpha right now is a, is a bit of a non-factor
0: oh, Well, they just made a Vented They did just made a vent Smackdown No, they didn't Last week
1: ah, yeah, Against yeah, the yeah, lights. Yeah, right, right, right yeah they did, yeah, they they did. did.
0: So yeah, you but know, like, there, there was that But then no follow through
1: Yeah they it, cool I down. mean yeah They defeated Bizango today But where does that Really lead them Because it's not Nowhere, like There are power right? rankings If you beat this team You get to rise up the rankings right? so, Bring
0: back power rankings Smackdown
1: <laughs> No they never had power rankings They only have power rankings On the website And that's uh, not yeah, That was non It's not in. incorporated Into the canon So you in know, you know, uh, you know, The it's disconnect some, Yeah disconnect
0: there between That's the, the
1: actual power rankings And uh, w- what you see on the show Now okay. um, One last thing I wanted to talk about to TLC Is probably how the tag team championship match Was really really quick It was like 5 minutes 33 seconds And I, I was initially offended na, it, it was that fast? It was that fast They didn't really tell much of a story But when I thought about it There was an argument that Roe brought up He was like yes. Slater and Rhino are jabronis Period. Yeah. Full they, stop. <laughs> yeah. They are jabronis, so they were really no match for the Wyatt family, who are cold and executing perfectly right now. So it made perfect sense to have them just get demolished like that, and then during the tag team championship match rematch on SmackDown, Natal sila ulit. But putting up a better fight. Yeah, putting up a better fight, pero natalus pa rin sila. Oh,
0: naman. Oh, naman. I mean, I actually enjoyed the SmackDown, the SmackDown match.
1: Yes, Aaren.
0: A lot more than I did. The the pay-per-view match Which is Funny Because you're getting The same match What A day apart Like Within the You get the same match Yeah 48 hours apart 48 hours apart And yet The second match is It's not More compelling Because it's It's on TV But It just works So much better Because You had It wasn't There was this Desperate dynamic That they had And the finish the finish where Bray lets Randy get the RKO finish, I was just like, damn, that's cold shit, man.
1: I I think what uh what happened on SmackDown was mas naging organic ng yung, yung pacing, the psychology and the storytelling of that match, as opposed to TLC na no, we're just gonna beat you straight up. Oh. That that's what we saw at TLC, we're just gonna beat you straight up. The smackdown, my konting labans in a slater and Rhino. Right oh. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about SmackDown again uh, In a bit So we've, we've touched on A lot of what's going on In SmackDown Do you want to Switch title? first to Raw Or do you want to Finish SmackDown just, first you know, That's why i okay. Do you want to finish The SmackDown, finish Smackdown side Smackdown, Before moving side, to Raw yeah. Okay So um, let, Let's go to the Women's title picture I'm happy that Alexa Bliss won I Happy think, for you Bess Yeah I think that was The correct move um, I Correct I, move
0: With the correct ending With a Very predictable match You know Usually I, I know that you said it you said it on the groups that uh, tables matches are very predictable endings.
1: No, it's not that they're very predictable. It's more of their anticlimactic. Okay, because it's not like the ladder now. There's this anticipation. Of, of oh my god, he's climbing up the ladder. He's it? reaching for it, and someone's pushed him off. Right? Yeah. So that's that's the appeal of the ladder match. The chairs match is a non-factor because it's basically a, a normal match with, with chairs, chairs. Right? As a legal weapon, the tables match. What makes it a, What makes it different is that it can end at any given moment madulas ka lang and you fall through the table you're done
0: yeah and it was executed so well that ending just that ending because you were caught off guard ever so slightly diba yeah and at the same time Alexa just runs away with it and she's like, yeah, fuck yeah, I won. And then Becky's reaction after.
1: No, I think what made the tables match even more effective was the fact that both Alexa and Becky knew how to play the tables match to their advantages. Yes. The, if, you, if you remember watching the match, um, they were able to build that anticipation na ala ladder match w- with, with the stipulation of the table. Now, yes. they would pick the other one up. Almost slam her Through the table Tasma ka wiggle out So yes. there were a lot Of those moments Where you think The match was about To end right then and there But one of the girls Was able to wiggle out So that was really Really good Yes. And they They made good use Of the tables themselves Like Becky was able To apply the disarm her Using in the, the table. table
0: Yeah It was a flip down table If I remember correctly Yes Kind of like how
1: Kind of like how The Miz also used the ladder To do the figure four Ooh, On Dolph So You know uh, <laughs> yes. th- Those matches Actually Innovated In a Way By using the table As part of the Using the tools yes. As part of the submissions so That uh-huh. was really something uh, Worth commending Yes uh, But yeah Regarding the women's title situation I think that um, it, It's gonna go on for a while This Becky is Alexa Becky feud Alexa? I yeah. don't mind
0: I don't mind Because there is a bit of an edge Now to Becky Now, She sort of lost it At some point Once that Becky Balboa fire Sort of Started drifting down Now Now that you see it again That she's chasing She's getting feistier Just ever so slightly Sure It's small It's small But Alexa But how much longer
1: Until you get tired of this
0: Exactly That's what I was about to say That There's only so much more You can do with the feisty Underdog character Against Well One of the better villains On Smackdown
1: I think to a larger extent though the the more um, the more glaring problem is the fact that now both women's divisions on Raw and SmackDown are very shallow. Yes. They only have 6 7 girls max on both di- on both sides. So with no call-ups in sight also. Yes. Tapos silang legitimate ranking system. So when you when you think about Alexa as the champion and Becky as number 1 contender after she deals with Becky who's next. And consider na sila preoccupied with something except for Naomi at this point. So um, the the women's division Even though they are able to produce great matches In terms of predicting Where their future storylines go Mapapakamot ulo eh Parang it's It's nice now
0: But then the future matchups Diba Na you can't see, you can't see past your nose. Eh? That's the sort of the f- analogy there.
1: Yes, yes. In a way, I can probably compare to the Brooklyn Nets from 2013 <laughs> when, 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 when you know, when they traded wow, away their future until 2019. Yeah. All, also, they could have old KG, old Paul Pierce, and old Jason Terry, and then by the next year, but you know, by the year <laughs> after, almost all of them were gone, and now they have no draft picks until 2019. Thanks, Brooklyn.
0: <laughs> As a Boston Celtics fan. That's the most rewarding thing, about.
1: Right? Oh, yeah. Like, I, I root for every Nets game that na matal sila, because every loss is a win for Celtics Nation. <laughs> you know, we, we get a higher draft position every year. Uh, we get to swap picks in 2017, we get the 2018 pick. So, you know, yeah, things okay, are looking she. great. Okay, that's thing that. Yeah. So, anyway, it's, it's kind of like that, uh, although probably not as grim and not as hopeless. <laughs> Because uh, you know, yeah. um, it, it's just a very thin roster that SmackDown has in general, and that's that's the the problem that they really have.
0: I think one of the things that we have to talk about one of these days is how to fix that,
1: It's simple. Um, trade trade people, or or uh, the way that Swagger jumped from Raw to SmackDown, have that happen. Mm. Have Neville jump over to Smackdown If he's not gonna be used anyway As a cruiserweight It's not gonna be Smackdown It's Kaliso You're doing storyline No, down. Sami Zayn has something going for yeah, him A, no, lo- a lot of you I people say, A say, lot guys. of you people who love Sami Zayn Are getting too fucking impatient about him
0: Let's, let's wait till we get the
1: rope Tumitok, salita, I can win with joy in my heart Deep, deep down in my heart J-O-Y, joy in my heart Deep, deep down in my heart I can't win With joy in my heart Deep, deep down in my heart J-O-Y Joy in my heart Deep, deep down in my heart Are we ready to move on, Thoreau? Yeah, yeah that's, um, let's go I think we've covered SmackDown like, we, uh, we can talk about Miz and Dolph later on Because yeah. uh, that's probably going to be a, a pick of the week that's candidate That's mine
0: <laughs> If, if you're not Yeah, no, know, by can't. all means, go <laughs> Okay Right, so raw.
1: raw Let's talk about Raw And how um, this week They were actually able to follow through On a good episode
0: Oh, not just not just a good episode They had overarching stories This episode
1: Well, the only overarching <laughs> stories That they had Were the Chris Jericho Kevin Owens Spat And the Enzo and, and Lana thing
0: Which was fun it, it, It's something It's something Considering the how many bad weeks of Raw We had to have Two good episodes in a row Yeah no that, that, I think that's, that's a good point an accomplishment in itself
1: Sure sure um, I'll probably give him that But that really just Sets the bar low for Raw
0: Oh yes The it, bar
1: is low The bar is low And I don't like it Because it encourages mediocrity Okay Right you, you know, it, We, we uh, both went to Savior So you know We were taught like magic and all that shit uh, Always go beyond What is asked of you And right now What is asked of Raw Is to tell good stories On a consistent basis They've done that For two weeks I don't think We should just give them a An appreciation award Because they tried I'd like to have them Do happy it on a more Regular man. basis Happy gram man. Fuck the happy gram man. <laughs> <laughs> Alright yeah. so Um which, which you want to talk about first uh, The Jericho thing Or the The, the Enzo, about Lana, Enzo, Rusev thing Enzo
0: Lana, Rusev Callback to Valvina
1: style
0: Segments I think it was a
1: callback To the Attitude Era In general
0: This whole episode?
1: No, no, no The the Those segments Oh yeah Because it's y- 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 overarching And then it has that it Risky has a, bit Yes And na, then it's
0: cut up It's cut up across the whole episode Across the
1: whole episode Right And then you know Lana was being as As pasexy as she could be You know Um when when I, when it, when it first happened, my initial reactions were: When can Rusev and Lana ever get a story that doesn't center around one Lana being a woman and two Rusev and Lana not uh, being foreign? When will that ever happen? And and when everything played out at the end, uh, it hit me na parang okay, this makes sense, but on so many levels. Yes. So let's so let's tackle let's start, that. Let's yeah, one by one. So first, you have Rusev berating Lana. And calling her pathetic, and then having Enzo Amore within earshot and him playing White Knight. Yes. So una dun palang White Knight? Sorry. Dun pa lang no. ni, th- that feminist argument that does a woman always need another man to defend her honor? The answer is no. <laughs> but, Enzo but Enzo takes Enzo it upon himself anyway Uh-oh. to take that responsibility. Now, see si Lana uh, responds by by showing affection towards him. Oh. And the way pa-cute. he responds, niya. the way he responds is he he takes it because he likes the fact that this woman is showing him attention and is doing so in a sexual manner, are giving him the time of day, not just giving I, the time of day, but exactly, exactly, literally exactly inviting, the way he wants. literally inviting him to go to her hotel room. Patay. So that alone, you already have the insinuation. Na, uh there is lust. Let me pray on that lust.
0: Let's get it on. Yeah, basically.
1: So you have that, and then. Enzo comes off looking like a horn dog, especially when he goes to Ric Flair, tells her oh about, God. tells okay. him about how he's scoring this hot date and how he needs a ride, Na parang sobrang that machismo element is so there.
0: And it's straight up Ric Flair's alley, also. Na parang that parallelism between the two, na parang dirtiest player in the game, and Enzo.
1: Yeah, that's something Ric Flair would have done when exactly. he was Enzo's age. No, actually, that's something Ric Flair would still do today.
0: Well, that's true, but. He just found the love of his life Or so he appears to be saying on social I, I um, wouldn't know I,
1: I, I don't follow Ric Flair on social you media You
0: don't need to It's it's pretty cheesy sometimes He's a reformed man of sorts Right He's pulling that Sure Exactly So so you have
1: that <laughs> And then uh, <laughs> um, on the side You have Rusev picking on Big Cass Yes Because Big Cass is Enzo's the voice muscle. of reason yeah. not, not just Enzo's muscle He's en- uh, Enzo's uh, conscience. conscience also He's the one telling Enzo na, Yo, don't do it don't it's not it. a it's good stupid. idea. It's stupid. And then Rusev's a married big woman. Cat. Yeah, you The moral Yun-Pa. compass.
0: Exactly. She's a married
1: woman, but Enzo gives him to his lust no, anyway. No, no, no. So you have <laughs> Rusev going after Cass. <laughs> Cass goes to the ring, expects Rusev to fight him, and then see Cass. Even though he's smarter than Enzo in this story, he's not smart enough. Yeah. Because he didn't see now Rusev laid the trap to keep Cass away from Enzo, so that Rusev can isolate. Enzo you got at the hotel played. You, Y'all got played It's so cool lang story. Because um, uh, One It showed how Rusev and Lana Were willing to take advantage Of Enzo's lust To get one up over him Yep And then to, to Beat him up Two It showed big cast In a role other than Enzo's muscle Which is Enzo's moral compass Yes And conscience
0: So he's Enzo's Jiminy Cricket Basically Yes
1: Gigantic Jiminy Cricket <laughs> Right so that's Reverse two. Jiminy
0: Cricket okay. Three
1: We have to go back To the core Of Rusev and Lana They're a married couple And they've been Playing this for
0: Well okay They've been a married couple For What it doesn't as matter how long they've been married Because considered the fact. No, it doesn't matter It doesn't
1: matter Because if you had a wife And if some other guy was trying to put the moves on your wife Regardless if you were away Wouldn't you want to ambush that guy and beat him up? Fuck yes ba? So um, Basic instincts Sure, Rusev and Lana were being the heels here But uh, as a human being You can identify with that rage You can mm. identify with another uh, With being furious and and f- uh, ano, yes mo. that someone is lusting over your wife Let's and take o- advantage of and would take advantage of whatever marital problems you appear to have oh you would want to beat that guy up too
0: yeah and it's not you give them a new dimension that you haven't seen yet this is the first time you're really seeing
1: that sympathetic side of them It's not sympathetic But um, It's it's something uh, Righteous
0: anger Righteous anger? Yes
1: yeah. You can probably say Righteous anger I would say it's sympathetic If you relate to the cause If you identify Yes But I would also say That it humanizes them um, As more than just The cartoonish Ha 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 We're we're evil foreigners (laughs) We're gonna beat you up To imply our superiority It makes them look human Instead And which
0: is good Good fleshing
1: out Of the characters
0: Yeah And it this is also one of the first times... I realized, I just realized this now. It's one of the first times that you
1: see Rusev actually thinking his way out of a problem. Deba, I wouldn't say that Rusev actually thought of the plan. Well, for all you know, it could have been orchestrated by either Lana or them na the are So you, you can't but, but say that Rusev it's, was the mastermind.
0: Yeah, okay, I'm not saying he's a mastermind. I'm just saying that he's... He's actually playing as though... He knows what's going on Instead of just brutalizing his way out of it Even though he did brutalize Enzo It's one of those times where you're like Oh, he does have a cunning side to him Ever uh, so again,
1: again, you could say that it's something that Lana came up with You can't just make that assumption again, again. So, that, so that, that's how um, in, in that story alone You were able to flesh out four characters And I thought that was really, really good writing Mm-hmm. So now uh let's let's switch and then let's talk about Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho and Seth Rollins. Ooh, how boy. how that story is um also being fleshed out right and now. And
0: Roman Reigns? Not no, really. Uh, I I
1: wouldn't say that Roman Reigns is being fleshed get, out. He didn't get fleshed out that much. He's just there. I think Roman Reigns is still a still a sissy who wears body armor to a wrestling match. <laughs> um you know there, there's really not much to say about Roman Reigns the at this point. Right, okay. but, with, but, but Kevin Owens and, Kevin Chris, Owens Jericho. and Chris Jericho. So they like, got the friendship is about to end, right? Yes. Um They what, got really cold this week. What I like about this storyline and this development is that Jericho doesn't have to turn face. In this situation. Yeah, no, they, they can all. just be former best friends who got into a fight and then went their separate ways. Here's why. Think about a gang of thieves or a gang of robbers. Right, If this gang of robbers One of them decides To pick a fight With the leader Or or two of them Start having a fight With each other And they break up One of them breaks away From the gang Mm -hmm. The one who breaks away From the gang Doesn't have to confess To the police That he's actually a robber And then turn all of his Friends in He He can can just be A bad guy He just He'll just continue To be a bad guy He'll just continue To rob banks Except on his own Or with a new gang Mm, This is kind of like What we're seeing here With Jericho and Owens Now, just because Jericho and Owens Are no longer On the same page It doesn't mean Jericho has to be A babyface right away. Oh yeah. I think that the end game is still that one of them turns face and I don't mind because I actually want to see this feud happen Jericho Owens. But for it now it doesn't have to happen now. Yes. For now I say they each have their separate issues to deal with. KO KO's being Roman Reigns and Jericho's being Rollins which um on on a side note maganda ring in na um, they're keeping each other busy with these respective opponents because it's logical among in transition yeah. except for roman reigns because the, the, the rollins fuck thing. Roman. <laughs> yeah the rollins thing is actually uh understandable given how jericho was messed with rollins yes right okay um, is there anything else you want to say about on, on the best friendship because uh, if not we can talk about rollins really quickly
0: okay because i did i did enjoy the fact that you know KO comes in He's like Hey Jericho By the way Let's try and win back Your friendship I got you this I got you this I kind of fucked this up But Let's be friends It it was It made me giggle inside Na parang having seen Kevin Owens Evolve from Kevin Steen And try and pull this shit It's really fun Because it's watching it. parang you can be fun He can be Like Very High level funny Without it being Haha funny You know what I mean? Yeah Na, It's like he he tries He tries very hard And yet at the end of the day He still doesn't get what he wants And that's something that I haven't seen out of him Even though you've, I've watched a shit lot of Kevin Seen and Kevin Owens Over the years
1: I think what they did with the Owens character Is they made him look like a child Which sometimes he really is yeah, he's, he's a, a, he's a, a child. pentulent
0: child At times yeah. But now it's like yeah, now that you, th- you know that you mention it, it's like it's very childlike, childish. No, it's childish, childish, childish thinking that oh, I kind of fucked up last week, but here stuff, yeah, exactly what you want. This should make up for it, and then Bro.
1: no, boy, oh, okay you now it's gonna, you it's kind of like what Bato did with the SM Supermalls, oh, you Oh dressing this up as Santa shit. Claus. Oh, I I kind of killed your parents, but here's a toy. <laughs> I hope you feel better about your parents' death. I mean, fuck. yeah, that's probably, okay, okay. It's probably that's a stretch probably, of an example, it's, and I kind of don't want right. yeah, right. to get into that anymore. But the, the because fuck our government, the Wait. lack of logic is there. Let's let's not go there anymore. But the lack of okay, uh, I was going to say the lack of minute, mature but, logic is there yes. you know, in the Kevin Owens situation. Okay? I think it's really funny how uh, Jericho or Owens tries to win back Jericho's affection or friendship.
0: And it's also funny to see that Jericho's the adult when he's one of the most immature people. In the whole fucking WWE universe, he yeah. can be. He really can be. But then this week he's just like, no, yeah, fuck yeah. you, yeah, stay leave away, leave me alone, stay away. I got
1: this. And then he he really showed the part like, yes, I can be mature when I'm pissed off. Yeah, and then right? the fact that Kevin Owens, while he tries to help, ends up screwing Jericho in the process. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't make Owens oh, look God. as dumb as say, um, Ellsworth, Ellsworth. did. Yeah, yeah, with Ambrose, it just makes. It, Owen makes, it makes Owen
0: look um, Like a kid Like a powerless kid Who can't control The circumstances around him Yeah He just can't catch a break Yeah Which does happen From time to time For everyone But Man I really have to give it To, to Jericho That You know It doesn't get old eh? It doesn't get old With him He Him pulling the dynamics It's not a new layer To Jericho But then it's just a side of him That we haven't seen Lately I
1: think it's because of Jericho's ability to act And he's so good at it yeah, he, He's one of the best actors in WWE So um, I, there, there really aren't any surprises there When you think about it
0: Side note very quickly on sure. on uh, Jericho I only realized this week once the once the commentary team started pulling it That he has never won the US Championship Yeah, so? It's, it's just one of those small I, things I've that I thought... That. I thought he You know you think that a guy With a career like his Would have
1: won it at least Once but, but why? I mean he was never really On a show that featured The US title When you think about WCW. it WCW he was a cruiserweight there He was an afterthought Okay Well, uh, When when the US title Was revived on Smackdown no, on, He was mostly he was on, on Raw, Raw yeah. yeah So he never And really he was in the, the main event scene If not in the main event He was in the Intercontinental Championship picture Or the tag team picture Right So there was really No opportunity for him So like it's it's not something I would make a big yeah, deal I mean, out not, of yeah, yeah. As a it's Jericho mark It's not a mark. big deal But then it's one of those Small things where you're like Oh uh, no yeah, It's, it's just a, like it's how a future- you can say scene, has never won the IC
0: title It's the same thing Yeah it's one of those plot devices That they can use Like when his career Really
1: winds down I guess you know. But again It's not something I would make a big deal out of I... um, Alright So uh, I want to talk about The New Day now Because the New Day Are in the midst Of a heel turn And I, I said this As a hot take last week nah. they're turning heel They're being desperate They really want to Break the record And they're going through All the underhanded means That they can, that they can In order to achieve that
0: They are one week away Yes. Uh, one, they will break week the away. record
1: by next week if they retain against Cesaro and Seamus and Gallows and Anderson.
0: Which, you know, on paper looks very, like, very stacked odds because they can win. You know, they don't have to be involved in the pin. Yes. That's one. And two, they're up against Two of the hotter tag teams In the division
1: I wouldn't call Gallows and Anderson Hot exactly But the way I see it I like how The New Day Went out of their way To one Be there at ringside And you know Do their shenanigans Facebook living it Doing commentary Eating tapos, pizza Yeah e- No eating burritos. Oh, they had pizza At the start um, um, anyway, ang, ang nakakainis yeah. with, with the New Day's involvement there. Or hindi siya nakakainis hai, parang it, it justifies yung uh, them getting hurt during, during the, the match. match. But they chose to be there. They didn't Ginustos have to, to, be there. to. They chose to be there. So nung, when, when the action spilled to the outside, did they really think they weren't going to get hurt? Tapasila pa yung initiate. Like they were the ones who went after the competitors, competitors. in the match. Yeah. So it's not the competitor's fault. It's actually the New Day's fault That I a double disqualification. So I like how uh, <laughs> Mick Foley Goes out of his way To arrange this Triple Threat Tag Team match Because it puts the New Day In their place And you have this plot device now: if one of those two teams wins And I'm putting my money On Cesaro yes. and Sheamus By the way Please yes. It'll make the New Day So furious now. It, it will spark the blood feud.
0: Close, right? No,
1: it, it was spark the blood feud over yeah. the titles. Mm. And um, I think that the New Day can afford to turn heel even though they're such uh, merchandise sellers. True. Because they can still be very very annoying on the mic. They can still act like brats. They can still act immaturely. Which so, they have in the past. So Yeah. Which they were able Recent to do successfully, past, yes. which is how they got over Good. in the first place. Well, oh, oh. Yeah, I, well, I think that was, when that was this was
0: about like a year ago, yeah, because when this over yeah. when this
1: year began, I think they were on they were, the way to a legit way face to turn yeah.
0: they were turning.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'd like to think that the the turn wasn't there yet uh, when the year began, but no, I I could yeah. be wrong. So so there there is something right. So I, I uh, again, there's a layer that was added to the new day or that's being added, and I want to see more of that moving forward. Mm-hmm. Last okay. bit of raw that I want to discuss is Charlotte. Charlotte Flair, yeah. And Charlotte her and Sasha, daddy and Rick problems, Flair. <laughs> yeah. So when Charlotte oh, goes man. up there and talks about how, and I'm, I'm not she just talking to about be the apologetic. promo. Oh, not just the promo. Okay. Not just the promo. Uh, the, the the thing with Ric Flair from last May. Okay, that which is so when, she long says, ago. when she says when she says that being the daughter of Ric Flair is not easy. And she finds herself questioning herself: Am I good enough? Am I living up this legacy? You can tell there's a bit of truth to that. May who good. Yes. There's a there's a lot of who got in something like that.
0: Oh, because
1: you know everyone has that at some point in their lives. And it makes Charlotte relatable, even though she's a villain, because there are too many people in the world with daddy issues. True that. So even if you don't like uh, Charlotte as a character because she's heel, you can kind of identify with what she's going through. Because. Masakit nga naman yung parang inaalala mo laagi yung, am I my father's legacy? Am I living up to that legacy? So you have that. And then to see. To see your father endorse someone else, raise someone else's hand in victory—someone that he barely knows. Yeah, right? and and someone that you hate. Because hey, you take a look at the Charlotte Sasha rivalry. There is probably some hate between those two characters at this point. That would make you very resentful oh. as an individual. So to see what Charlotte did to Ric Flair and then to Sasha Banks after, hindi marin sa It's kind of like the Rusev thing. It humanized her beyond the traditional villain. Uh, Ha 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 I am the Genetically superior female I will dominate you Because I can But go. It went beyond that
0: Yeah But in the end You have this Very Well I wouldn't call her righteous I wouldn't call her righteous At the end of the day It's one of these things that Charlotte needed Charlotte needed to bring back Because you know Ric Flair's been out of the picture For a while Up until last week It's been a while Since we've seen him To bring that back was great we, we talked about it last week Nice touch And then for this week They say It's a public apology And then she just Completely flips it over And it's like Fuck you Rick You're not the best daddy I'm gonna beat you up And then I'm gonna beat Sasha up
1: Well she didn't say She was gonna beat Ric Flair no, up No she
0: Well she did She did Sorry Not say that she did She didn't actually, even beat the, him up She actually just slapped him Didn't No She just
1: slapped Flair or no. slap Rick. That's that's it. That was it. That was it. Okay. Yeah. So I, I guess take it out on him. Yeah. The point was that she took out her frustrations on her father, which I think was warranted. Naman, given um, whatever that w- w- whatever what, what, aspects of her real life she built into the storyline. Okay, which is
0: fair. But the thing is, you're really gonna slap your daddy? Okay. okay he might deserve it. He might deserve it. But it's th- th- that for me is one thing. Yeah I you know I I've, I've raised in a family with a very strong father figure. You ever gonna slap your daddy like that? just because you have to live up to his
1: expectations. It's not about living up to the expectations. It's more of Charlotte's really pissed that her father. That uh, she know, is in perpetually in his shadow. No, not not that she's in in his shadow. It's that uh, it, it's that he endorsed someone that she hated, and that she, and that he took joy in seeing her lose. So that's the takeaway from that, na, If if you're watching the Charlotte character go through that that ordeal after Sasha won, um, the na, women's title, it's almost out of spite at this point. No, there yeah, there's a lot of bitterness. There's a lot of resentment. Na, how would you feel if your dad raised the hand of somebody you di- you dislike in victory? That's horrible You would be resentful That's so th- horrible that's, that's what Charlotte went through So it's something That you can really identify with As a human being You may not necessarily like it You may not necessarily support it And you may not necessarily Do the same thing When you're in the same situation But, but there's something the heart wrong of it, there At the heart of yes. it There is something You will identify with As a human being And I think that's that uh, the writing of Charlotte and, by extension, these characters whose stories we focused on this week, yeah. really showed that Raw is capable of finding these human emotions that you can relate to, and then make you identify with them. And it's one of those things that you know, it's a rare, it's a rarity on Raw. Yes, it's a rarity on Raw. But Absolutely. when they do it right, it's almost gold. Yeah, um, I I just wanted to do it more uh, more consistently because, kaya palle. Kaya Kaya naman yes. palang ng you know, you, you, you can make these stories make sense Even Big Show Who was a minor character on this week's Raw Despite having actually had
0: yeah, Actually had human emotion to him
1: Yeah, so he came back He was a smiley, wavy giant And when Kevin Owens was mouthing off too much He just uh, hit him with a choke slam And then fed him to Rollins And he didn't care about the victory Because Kevin Owens is being an asshole And he didn't need it he doesn't yeah. need it at all. He didn't need it. So so you know, but there, there's there's something there. Um, I guess just to wrap things up. It's nice to see when your characters get that human, uh, the, that the human layers fleshed out. Um, a lot of times, eh, the characters that we see on TV, especially in wrestling, are so narrowed down and so reduced to being caricatures.
0: Yes, they're, they're only one aspect of very who one they dimensional. Could be, yes.
1: Rusev and Lana are the best example of this. And tonight, and this week rather, we were able to see much more than what WWE has been trying to shove into our faces. True. So that's uh, something really worth uh, commending at this point. And the challenge for Raw, and I guess to an extent SmackDown, that in because SmackDown hasn't been on top of its game lately, is to just keep it consistent and the, to keep doing the same thing if it's actually been working out. And you know, it's one of those things that we, you know, like I said,
0: it's a rarity, but. If we get this on a consistent basis In smaller, you know Less deliberate feeling doses Then I think we can actually have like a very Balanced show In the future Just work on it like this guys It's so close to being right So close to being right And you know Let's just be a little bit op- more optimistic that heading into Christmas, we don't get stuck with
1: something completely trashy. Oh, we're probably going to get something completely trashy <laughs> because it's the holidays and, you know, Tribute to the Troops is coming up. So Oh, yeah. The, the, that's, the that's, level like, of,
0: that's like next week?
1: Yeah, the level of storytelling is… It's going to drop. It's going to drop, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, we're, we're about to end the podcast. So how about we head on over to make our respective picks of the week? come as you get first dibs?
0: Pick of the week, Miz versus Dolph Zegara. The ladder match was great The ladder match was great I mean, everyone's seen a ladder match in their life This one was one of the better ones Like, I would say probably in my top 10 for ladder matches I mean, there are so many ways that you can book a ladder match With it just ending like, oh, okay, that was it The Baron he wins, he gets pushed off, oh, he gets to win this was the in the case in this, this ladder match was that even to the very end you were like you were gripped with what was going on the innovation with the ladder the figure four ladder spot that you mentioned earlier looked so brutal and I loved it, and the ending with the low blows on the ladder just solidified Miz as one of the best heels on the roster right now, and I loved the talking smack segments after. Because ang so ang It's lang talaga. And you guys need to get on the Miss bandwagon now if you haven't already. He's great.
1: Just deal with it. You're gonna have to do a better job of explaining though. Like, okay, I get it. You have to tell me why. I mean, I know why. It's, but you have to express why.
0: It's the technicalities of the character. It's very nuanced now. Eh. Na, he's playing into Daniel Bryan. That's, that's something so small that... You tend to not notice at, You know All the time That he's insulting Daniel Bryan No they make yes.
1: a big deal Out of it every week It's as if kulang na lang the Daniel Bryan comes out Of retirement And picks a fight With the Miz Miz it, makes a, uh, a deliberate Effort every week Of doing all the moves He did the Busaiku This week I did not catch The Busaiku Yeah He went <laughs> out of his way To do everything The, 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 yes, the kicks. yes kicks
0: The yes kicks yeah. The kulang na lang, surfboard no.
1: Yeah uh, He No he did do um, that, The thing with the legs Where he wraps it around Yeah cool but, but the first part The first part Yeah The first he part he was that. able to do And yeah He tried to finish uh, Dean off with the busaiku Ooh Yeah So he's already going that far He's already going the distance It's cool Brian actually has a Has a physical feud with The Miz Um, One of the questions Ro asked us in chat was Who is Miz's real rival Like his true arch nemesis Because it's not Ziggler at this point It's probably Uh, Daniel Bryan But I, I think that's something we can talk about uh, in the future. On a, on a different day.
0: Yeah. I think when it gets, when Daniel Bryan really gets one on one involved with The Miz.
1: Yeah, but I don't think Bryan. No, no, I, I don't out of retirement. want to die. Guys. Not, uh, I don't no, want it to die. Not
0: out of retirement, but more of he actually has the confrontation in the show and not just on Talking Smack. Na parang head to head na talaga Na parang I'm sick of you doing this. And then he pulls something. I just want to see that happen.
1: All right. Um, okay uh, My pick, pick of the week pick. I was gonna pick the tables match But now that I think about it The TLC match was also really good Yes so it went Up
0: until Ellsworth
1: No, I, I can appreciate the Ellsworth involvement now um, Given you you, know, the meta-narrative you yeah, cooled off yeah. a bit I've cooled off since then uh, I think the TLC match was really worth watching Because of um Just how they paced everything How it had uh, The three acts in the match yes. And how they were very, able to Successfully transition Yeah, so Um if, if you had to pick Just one match to watch Obviously you go for the main event You go for the TLC match uh, Really quickly Before we end 205 Live um, Some quick thoughts on it I think yes. the reason why I'm finding myself Getting bored by 205 Live Already Is because we're seeing One, the same shit We got Gallagher Davari again That's the third time We've gotten it this year uh, No The third time we've gotten it In the last two weeks Oh man So that that's one. Yes, Second okay. um they're focusing on the championship match in championship yung Championship picture.
0: title, yeah, picture.
1: So now it probably involves T J P again. So yes. it's Swan, Kendrick and T J P in that order. After this week's episode. Yes. And three, um all of the other cruiserweights are just floating parts that aren't being
0: used. Yes. The parang there's so much underutilization, even in a show that's thirty minutes long.
1: I think the way you can solve that is if you tell the stories at a Lucha Underground or NXT, na, alternating, siya, and even if you're not in the main event scene, you have a significant feud yes. that's actually going on. So, um, that's the only way I actually see that na, na it's 205 Live. But until then, it, it'll get boring. Na, you have 50 plus minutes of content. You have three matches One of them is like 15 minutes The other two Are take 10 minutes And then in between You have the video packages Of cruiserweights You've yet to introduce Like um, I, I get the Lucha Underground yes. I get the Lucha Underground Vibe Now they're trying to Introduce them Through videos first In vignettes So that when they Actually debut You mo na sila. Yes. But I'd also rather That you Introduce them With a story Because if you're Just going to base it Off their CWC shit it's, Then there's nothing Much to build on Yeah there's not Nothing much to build on Because there is no Myth making uh you want myth making it, no it's not that I want myth making it's more of i just,
0: uh, uh, on a small on a small level
1: yeah on a small scale i want yes. i want them to be some form of myth making okay so there that's uh those are my well, rants about you 205 live know, maybe
0: i think one of the one of the things that 205 live can do is that it can be the main show and then they have any, they still have nXt a lot of the c w c guys are still on nXt and then you have raw. If they spread it out that way And then you have CWC as their version of Raw Their flagship show kumbaga, And then everything else is fluff Or builds up towards 205 Live That might work out But it goes back to the ultimate problem That yes, there's still an, still an afterthought in the afterthought.
1: entire WWE fabric na
0: parang, Everything we talked about last week's episode na parang, It's still difficult to
1: work around that Yep, most definitely so there uh, That brings us to the end of uh, This week's episode I guess uh, That takes care of the 205 Live rant And um, that's that's our take on the, the landscape of the WWE right now As for Lucha Underground though Ooh boy um, Things are actually getting exciting over Ooh, there Oh boy yeah. I just jumped back into it so. Right so it, it's it's, it's nice stuff. that you're jumping back in We can probably discuss this more in detail When you've actually caught up And you have some catching up to do I do so I still have a bit more to do Yeah uh, so uh, if, if there's anything You want to discuss with us Especially uh, now Even though roe is away You can always hit us up On Twitter It's at Ro is war for him At caveman Camus For Camus over here And for me yep. it's at Underscore Stan C And at the podcast yeah, it's at the SGP podcast. Shout out once again to our folks over at the Mellow Ninety Studios for always letting us use this place. And um, thank you to everybody who's been tuning in so far. And keep downloading, keep subscribing, push the ratings up, please, because we need that shit on iTunes. So until then, on behalf of Rauli Rafkamos my name is Stunning Stancy, and we can put this episode in the books. We're out of here. Peace out. Glorious. No, I won't give in. Until I'm victorious And I will defend